Welcome to episode 23 of the MindHub podcast. I hope you are hearing me differently. I have a new microphone, um, a little bit of an upgrade for now. And Cody also has a microphone. Um, we wanted to say, if you're still here, thank you. We are sorry for the hiatus that we took. It was unintentional, but both of us had to catch up on things, and we had a lot going on. But we are back. We needed the break, mentally, yes. physically, everything. But we are back. Uh, in today's topic, we're going to be wrapping up Summer Shredding, and we're going to talk about all of that and talk about Cody's other show and just kind of, like, give you guys a life update. Yeah, and along with that we got a few questions about uh, the show, the competition, and just going to touch on some of those topics since we think it's a pretty good thing to to cover. And uh, yeah, you know, it's been it's been a second, so we just have a lot to really catch up on. And man, you know, when you have <laughs> your life just going basically in fast forward for a while, and you have this focus and this goal, and you get there, it's just like it takes you a bit to recover. <laughs> so. Now that we're a little bit more recovered, we can discuss. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we actually didn't record in person. Um, it was just a lot going on, a very busy weekend. But we did meet. There are pictures, if you've seen it, uh, on Instagram. But we did meet in person finally, and that was awesome. Uh, we got to work out together a couple of times as well at the Alpha Elite Gym. Yes. So that was fun. Yes. It, it's weird that it feels like it was already so long ago. <laughs> no. And like, like, it was like three weeks ago, I think, Saturday was three weeks, which was crazy because it feels like it was yesterday. Yeah. Well, wait, was it? I feel like it was four weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, because... maybe it was just four weeks. Yeah. Or it's going to be. Maybe it is three. Gosh. I don't know what day it is. We're just, <laughs> we're, we're still recovering. We got that uh, diet brain coming back, apparently. It was three weeks. Okay, cool. Three One, weeks. One, two, three. Well, technically, three weeks from the day, uh, it's whatever. But yeah, three yeah. weeks, four weeks. It's not a month yet. Cause a no. Month, the 10th, so. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I still feel like it was... That feels like a long time ago. I know you said it feels like it was yesterday, but it feels like it was a long time ago. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, let's talk about it. Summer shredding. Um, so that's been the thing that we have been working up to for the past, like, you know, months since since February. We've been aiming mm -hmm. to hit this competition, and then COVID happened, and it got postponed, and then we just didn't even know when the date was going to be. So we were kind of moving forward with not really an end in sight and knowing what was going to happen and the gyms closed down and we just had to do our best to keep working out at home. So we kind of just, you know, we both pushed through and we finally got the date and it just happened and it feels kind of surreal that all of that uh, has come to a close. And yeah, so how are you feeling now that it's it's all yeah, I mean, well, if the people who are listening, you know, if they don't follow me on Instagram, I got fourth place out of like 24, 25 competitors. Um, I didn't even know there was going to be like a top five or anything. So I actually got my video played on the big screen for everyone to see, which is kind of scary just a little bit because, you know, I put that I was trans in there uh, and you're, you know, this is a cis show. There's 
just like normal men. I mean, not that you're not normal when you're trans, but like they're not trans, <laughs> they're cis men, you know? Yeah. Um, so I got nothing but love from everyone. No one said anything bad. You know, I didn't get any bad feedback, nothing. So like that was awesome. Um, and then I took away fourth place, which was crazy. Um, I didn't think that I would even place. Um, and then it, it just feels so surreal because like it, like I have my medal. I'm looking at it right now, but, uh, I just didn't even think that I would place, you know, it was just an awesome experience all around to be able to work out at the Alphalete gym, to be able to meet Cody, to be able, I actually got to meet Christian and Russ Swole and, um, Buff Bunny, Heidi. She's amazing. Um, so it was just really cool to see those people that you look up to and that you've watched for so long. For sure. And it's funny you say, like, I didn't think I was going to place. And in my head, I'm like, man, I told you. I said, like, <laughs> it, it's all depending on kind of where you started, not so much, you know, you know, where you're at. But even so, like, your transformation, you know, in comparison to everything I saw, like, there is no doubt that you know, you're in a place and that you 100% deserve to be at that, that point. And it's like, I know you were so worried because your video was last to play and you were just I, like oh, yeah, hanging in there. Because my last uh, just... W and I'm like, oh man, this is the last video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, I remember I wasn't even like worried. I just, I was just, all right, wait for your video to come on. Like, I knew it was going to happen because... I mean, I had seen everyone else's. I'm like, I know D's going to be on this list because, yeah, he just is. So, um, yeah, I, I think it's it just kind of shows you, you know, like how you see yourself versus um, how others see you and how you can be your own worst critic and yeah. how hard, you know, you can be on yourself. But then it's like, oh, damn, like I did do awesome. All that work did pay off. And here I am fourth place. And yeah, so. I got to watch you go through all that and be yeah, proud. I think, I think I went on stage like four times, three, four times. I don't know. They had us going back. <laughs> um, I think after the first time, you know, I, I was nervous the first time, but then, you know, after you've already been out there, you yeah. you just kind of get used to it. I don't know if that's how you felt too. I don't know. You went out, what, two, three times? Um, I think it was a total of, it was two times, I think, for me. Okay. So. We, you know, you were in the, the morning show and we were in the evening and my class was the first of men's physique to go on, but they kind of did it way different where they didn't yeah. do finals for each class. They waited until the whole thing was over, which was the most confusing and kind of frustrating part because it was like, really, this is the biggest class and we had to wait forever to just get back on for the second um fake like second round um so first time you know you did your singles and then we did the comparisons and then we waited for all the other classes to go um and for men's physique we're separated into class by height the weird part is they didn't even um measure us <laughs> and one thing i did notice is that so originally our class was only supposed to have uh, five, but there were, I think there were seven. There were two guys that ended up switching classes like last minute. I think they were going to be class B, but they ended up switching to class A. Um, and those happened to be the two that won first and second. So, of course. Like, hey, hey. but, uh, yeah, so 
I think it was two times we got on, and then they took the top three of my class, and probably because it was only seven people, so it wouldn't really make sense if they had, like, one through five placing or whatever. So, yeah, I didn't place. It was just the top three, and I think for me there was, like, this uh, realization and moment of disappointment that I wasn't really expecting because I don't think I really, like, knew to the extent that I was, like, kind of hoping that I would uh, place just because, I mean, I'm competitive and, you know, I've been an athlete my whole life. So it's like, that's not just going to go away. Mm. And so I was like, ah, oh, damn, you know, like, I didn't place. But you can be disappointed, but then also still know that you gave it everything you had and be proud of what you did. And I think ultimately what I took away from it was not just experience, but more motivation to just do better and to keep moving forward with, you know, more of a fire under my ass to just work harder. And so I think, honestly, that's a better gift than being like, oh, yeah, I placed and then just kind of. I mean, I'd probably still be motivated to improve, <laughs> but not as much. I think there's, like, there's nothing more motivating than, like, having this slight chip on your shoulder of being like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do better next time, or I'm going to prove you wrong, or I don't know who I'm proving wrong. But uh, <laughs> I think I think the hardest part was, like, even with uh, or my coach or – everyone kept saying that I was robbed. They were like, you were way more, you were way leaner and like you had a better back and stuff like that. And it's like, I didn't really see that until I was looking back at the pictures for mm -hmm. comparison that I got from, from Calvin. And I was like, where is that guy's back? <laughs> like the guy who placed uh, ahead of me. And, oh wait, they did, maybe they did do top four. Sorry. Yeah. So, um, they definitely, for whatever reason, in class A, valued size versus, like, shreddedness. But at the same time, too, when I went backstage, uh, Christian, like, fist bumped me and said, and he told me I was shredded. So I was like, all right, that'll be my, you know, <laughs> biggest reward. You know, the, the creator of Summer Shredding told me I'm shredded, so I'm good. We're good to go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think... You just showing up and doing, uh, like, a show because this is your first, like, show that, that wasn't, like, trans bodybuilding. So I think you just showing up because, especially because you're an anxious, socially awkward person, but you just being there with all of those people definitely, like, shows yourself that you can do it and do better than what you brought to the table. Not that what you brought to the table was bad because it wasn't, um, but, you know, for yourself, you can do better if that's what you want. Yeah, for sure. And I'm always, you know, striving for more. So ultimately, I feel pretty good about everything, honestly. And it just, it was probably my, it, I mean, for you and I both, it was the greatest use of quarantine time <laughs> that we could have ever had, you know, so That's it's good to have that focus, I think, versus kind of have, you know, this aimless, we're stuck in lockdown type of thing. So I'm kind of, I'm pretty grateful that we did commit to this and we did follow through with it because it really did help pass the time and just, yeah, you know, give, give us a focus. <laughs> do you think that the judges knew you were trans and do you think like that played into your placing or not placing? No, I, I don't think that they did. I don't think, 
I mean, not that I'm aware of that anyone really knew that I was trans, and I don't think it played a role in my placing. I think, if anything, the biggest thing that played a role in me, you know, not placing was my lack of confidence or just overall not very polished uh, posing. I know that is definitely an area that I need to work on. I did a little bit better in my next show, for sure, because I had a little bit more confidence and knew more so what to expect. And it was just emotionally a little bit easier having done one time before. So I think ultimately just some more experience and feeling more comfortable with the poses and and being on stage and having more confidence is going to help along with having more muscle size for sure. Oh, yeah. So that's uh, two, two things that I'm striving to work for. But as far as being trans, honestly, I've, I think I just, I mean, I kind of talked about this on Instagram, but especially with the show the next week, that, you know, being trans, I even had this moment where I was pumping up in the, the side room or backstage, and I realized that I wasn't even remotely self-conscious about things, because usually, I mean, even when you do a trans-specific show, that tends to become the focus, is that you're trans, and like, yeah, it's just, a, it's always in the forefront, and I was in this room, and I was kind of sizing people up, and being like, who am I competing against, who is going to be my biggest competition, or like, oh, that guy's got way more size than me, or he's, he's lean, damn, he did definitely whatever he's gonna get first place whatever class he's in and there was never a time where I was like oh my hips or oh my (laughs) scars it was literally like everybody had different body types Mm -hmm. short tall wider hips wider shoulders smaller waist like wider back bigger legs whatever so it was kind of just a non-issue in seeing more body types of men and not comparing myself in a trans versus cis way. It was just like muscle and leanness. That was all that crossed my mind. And I was standing there shirtless. I mean, there were multiple times, like even with, with tanning and <laughs> you're standing there in your underwear in a room full of other guys in their underwear. And I just was like, I mean, but the first time it was a little awkward, but the second time around, I was like, all right, ready for it. And the, the weird part, too, is that a lot of the people that work at my gym locally were running the tanning. <laughs> I was all like, oh, we have not, um, you know, gotten this familiar with each other yet. Hello. <laughs> but uh, I think seeing some familiar faces actually helped as well, too. So yeah. I think for me, the tanning, I don't want to say I was dysphoric, but... I had, I think he was a gay man tanning me, um, and he was just like, what are the scars from? And I'm like, that's a personal surgery? Like, (laughs) it's personal? And he's just like, okay, I didn't mean to offend you, and I'm just like, okay, you're like over here, I'm basically almost naked, and like, why would you ask me that? Um, So I don't want to say it made me dysphoric, but it made me uncomfortable. I think if someone didn't mention it or someone didn't, like, bring it up, I I would feel fine. Because, like, like you said, you're in your underwear. And, like, (laughs) you're – and, like, they have to get every fold that I have, all my loose skin. So they're, like, touching me all over. And I'm just like, okay. Like, (laughs) 
But I mean, I would do it all over again because it's for the experience. Um, but I think for me, that was like the only thing I was just like, can this guy just like not ask me questions? (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. That would be awkward. I think there's a few things that led to, I think my comfort level and a few things that made me a little bit anxious. I could tell they wanted to ask about my arm, uh, a few times because it's a big scar and they're having to tan it and they, they can see it obviously. So I did get this kind of mm. feeling that they wanted to ask, but they didn't. And I was waiting for the question to happen, but they, they didn't. So that was kind of nice. I didn't have to awkwardly try to come up with something. But I think it's a good trade-off because that scar it also led to a lot of the comfort that I was feeling because I wasn't, like, worried that, oh, it, you know, is my my packer like on right? Do do I have a boner? Does it look like I have a boner? Are they gonna like if I'm not packing? They're gonna notice I'm missing something there. So it's just nice to have my own, you know, anatomy that was that was there. I didn't have to worry to properly position it. It was just felt natural and it wasn't on my mind. And that is new, so that was good. Yeah. I'm the complete opposite. Like, I don't pack. I don't have dysphoria down there really ever. So, like, I what that was something that was not even in my mind, <laughs> like, at <laughs> all. I'm just like, okay. I think, actually, it was when I was tanning, and that, that was just because he asked questions um, about my scars. But other than that time, I was not even thinking about it, like, at all, so, which is funny because we're two very different. Um, <laughs> For sure, yeah. I think if it was pre-phalloplasty and I had to go in for tanning, I would probably, I'd be packing for sure, but I would still be worried about it, like, falling out or looking right (laughs) or, yeah, I'd be like, I gotta go. (laughs) Uh, So it was nice just to not have to worry about that, and I'm like, you know, a scar versus worrying about that that thing, I think, is a a great trade-off, because I can always say oh, it's a burn, or oh, yeah. you know, it's a fucking tiger attack, so uh, I used to work, uh, you know, Joe, what, what? Joe Exotic, <laughs> Joe Exotic, uh, so, you know, they didn't tell you about me, there's another person who also got attacked, no, I'm just kidding, but uh, yeah, I think that's my main feelings with that, and I think with the difference between the summer shredding and the NPC show, is the NPC uh, event was a lot more organized and it was a lot more like athlete oriented where summer shredding was very more like inspirational, motivational oriented or influencer oriented. And so it was good to experience both and kind of get a feel for two different environments. And yeah, it was just, I'm glad it was great. I'm glad I got to experience both of those, even with that like kind of last minute decision to do the other show and go through a torturous week of doing it back to back. But it now it's over and I'm still recovering from the crazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I am too. Like, yeah, so like I was moving and I was just like, what's next? Like, what's next? Like, and I was eating every, like, not everything. Like, I didn't binge, um, but I was just, like, with moving and not having my kitchen and not having, like, 
everything that I was used to. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to gain all my weight back. Um, but this week uh, I'm settled. I, I'm enjoying myself. I'm going out if I want to eat. I'm eating whatever I want. Like if, if I want, like there's more balance. Like I'm not all over the place. I'm cooking most of my food. I'm tracking again. You know, I'm going to the gym. I just feel uh, like I'm in a lot better headspace with with food and eating post show. Um, and like for for what's next for me, like I think I just want to like maybe lose a little bit more weight, and I definitely want to get more muscle mass for sure. Um, and just you know keep up with the cardio because I don't want to lose it. Like I did it for so long. Like that's just something that um, that I couldn't do when I was 360 pounds. So I definitely want to keep that up. Um, but that's kind of like how I'm feeling post show. I mean, I, I wish it all over again right now and be there and be around those people. Um, but I don't think I would do so much running again, because for me, I feel like you can only really do the transformation category once. That's just how I feel. Um, I could probably do it again and it would just be like this year's progress but I would want to give the spot to someone else um and I don't want to do a regular like classic or physique but if there was another transformation show which I kind of heard through the grapevine that the rock might be putting putting one on in the same week in October next year um maybe maybe that's something that I would do um but that's kind of where I'm at nice well the thing is that summer trip probably won't be in october next year no it'll be in july so, <laughs> yeah so it won't be like the same week you could technically kind of i mean you don't have to do both but like it won't be one or the other if you if you have to choose yeah. or something but uh yeah no i think uh post show there is a bit of there takes some time of getting out of this kind of scarcity mindset because you know through prepping for everything you kind of have this oh I only have this amount of food I can't eat more and so once you get out of that you have this sense of now it's almost like you're you're allowed to to eat more so it gets hard to switch your mindset to be realizing that that you're not gonna be going through a famine again anytime soon and so there is kind of this instinctual thing that you have to very be very mindful of to tell yourself yo like it's okay we're not starving you have all the foods you need and it's gonna be here it's not gonna be taken away from you you don't have to eat all this right now um so it's really i think it really is kind of like an, an evolutional evolutionary biological <laughs> thing that you kind of have to get yourself through to transition but once you you know your body finds out oh <laughs> we have food we're good and then you can kind of get back on track and transition back into the normal life with more balance and that sort of thing <laughs> yeah it's like uh, i gave myself I, I was like, okay, I can gain up to 10 pounds and that was, and that, and that would be it. But I, I didn't hit that. I think I hit, um, like eight, nine pounds and then I'm only up three pounds from, from show day or a little bit over three pounds, um, three pounds up. So like, I'm feeling really good. I, like I said, I have balance. Like uh, tonight I'm going to dinner with my friend, um, and just trying to realize, not focus everything around food because I don't want to have a bad, bad mindset around food. Um, but making sure that I'm still aware of what I'm eating. Like I, like I'm going out tonight. So I didn't like eat 
I had maybe smaller meals throughout the day. Um, things like that, just trying to like find a balance. And I think that's, that's very important, you know, especially post show because I don't want to go crazy and gain all my weight back. Cause that's something that I don't want to do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting because it's, you and I have kind of taken two different paths of what we're <laughs> doing post show. And, uh, so you've kind of had to return back to life and find balance. And I'm kind of still, um, I haven't really relaxed my 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 drive for things, so I have more food available to me. I'm eating more calories, so I have more energy, but I still have this, you know, it's almost like I'm still prepping, but I'm prepping for next year. Yeah. And I, you know, this is something that's been missing in my life, so I've just been kind of like embracing it. There's definitely this weird feeling of... um still having to differentiate to clients or, you know, people just, you know, general who don't ever want to compete and being like, everything I'm doing right now is for my goals. And I think that's something that everyone needs to realize is that just because someone's eating this way doesn't mean that you should eat this way. Mm -hmm. It's very much so this person's, I'm eating this way because I'm looking to gain muscle and I have a goal of, you know, stepping on stage again next next year. And this bulking aspect that I am on now is just as important as the prep. It's actually more important because this is yep. where you're basically building your foundation. So I don't just, you know, there isn't this, oh, it's off season. It, it's bulking season. Relax. There's more room, more wiggle room. And of course, there's more wiggle room in that if I eat like extra calories it's not going to be super detrimental i'll just use it in a workout but when it comes to making sure to keep the intensity up with workouts not Mm -hmm. miss a workout get in my sleep that's all still very important along with you know bulking hasn't actually been a strong point for me so having my coach kind of guide me through it has been helpful and i'm at a point, I'm not eating crazy amounts of calories right now by any means, but usually I am feeling a lot fuller and kind of like sick of food by this point because I usually eat a lot more like fibrous, you know, just nutrient dense food. And so I still have, you know, nutrient dense food, but it, there's a lot more rice involved. So I'm not filling up and then just being like, oh my God. I'm so full, my stomach hurts, and I'm just going to be farting all day. So that's yeah. not my 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 thing right now that's happening. So it, it's kind of like, even though this is such a different kind of approach than I'm used to, I'm actually feeling really good. So that is, that's, that's, that's nice. So I'm like, y'all, I mean, just don't. Don't do what I'm doing because you think that's <laughs> what you should be doing. Yes. It's really, I still have a goal in mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like we're two completely different paths, but that's why we our stories like like we were doing this thing together and now we're kind of like separating a little, but we still like um, kind of have like the same goals in mind. Just mine are a little bit different than yours. Um and and I think that's pretty cool for people to like be like, oh, here like the the drastic side of things like you're bulking you're eating basically a meal plan um and i'm just trying to balance things out um and and i think that 
it's going to be cool to see you in like six months and to see how much size that you've put on <laughs> and like to see where you are compared to like when you stepped on stage. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the real, the real telltale sign will be like, what I look like stepping on stage <laughs> the next time. Well, but yeah. Yeah. It'll be, I think this is all just, it's a good experience for me because it, it's different. And yeah, there was a bit of a struggle in being like, um, you know, the people that I work with or that I want to work with are not bodybuilders. Like, that's not, Me too. <laughs> you know, my go-to. I really love working just, I mean, I would work with, like, a physique athlete, but um, my favorite people to work with are just people looking to get healthier. And so I've had some struggles with being like, oh, man, you know, I hope they don't, um, aren't turned off by the fact that, you know, I'm in this this part of my life right now where I'm pursuing uh, something that's that's different, and uh, you know, I'm I'm a very much so an, an advocate of health as priorities. So it's just like, ugh, hope they're not like you. You don't practice what you preach. Goodbye. <laughs> no, no, no. You're doing it for a reason. You know. Yeah, yeah. Very true. I I do want to say though that if anyone wants to compete in especially the transformation category at summer shredding next year i think you should um it's it's very eye-opening it's very amazing to be around individuals you know who kind of went through the same things you you did um and it's very inspiring inspiring to watch all of these stories play and you were in the audience too so you know you you you'll probably say the same thing but i think if you're thinking about it um I think that you should go for it, you know, whether you're trans or not. I think that you will be accepted, um, it'll be worth it, and you'll have a great time. Yeah, for sure, especially since, you know, it gives you the opportunity to step on stage and have a goal and showcase your hard work, and that's not something that you come across very much right now. Uh, there's, I think there, it's probably going to become more popular, but this is basically where all this was born, was this, this summer shredding show. And it is really inspiring. I was watching those videos being like, oh my gosh, like there, it's such an emotional, like reaction, like in my body, you know, just like, oh my gosh, like tearjerker. I don't cry, but I definitely was trying not to at some point because it's just amazing at the resiliency that some people have and where they started and seeing mm -hmm. how far they've come and just all of the hurdles that they had, you know, had to jump over to get there. And it's it's inspiring because you see a lot of people who feel like they are not capable or mm -hmm. that they can never get the, get to be where they want to be. And it's just like all of these stories that just played, if these, you know, these people did it, you can definitely do it. So that's the part where I'm just like, it gives people hope. And I feel like that's the best takeaway from it. Yeah, I, I, I want to try to get a team together next year um, of anyone who, you know, wants to compete in the transformation category. Um, I know that my friend Caitlin, um, I'm going to be training her and she's going to be competing next year because she, she actually came for me. Um, and after watching all the women compete, she was just like, I want to do this next year. So um, I just I think it's just awesome. And I'm glad that, you know, we're able to have a place like that. Um, mm -hmm. And I just think that it's definitely inspiring and that if you're thinking about it, then you should do it. 
Yeah, for sure. I think Des is thinking about doing it as well. So it's it's one of those things that it, it can be life changing. So um, do it. Like if you're thinking about it, just jump for it. Do it, and you won't regret it. I promise you. <laughs> do you do you have any like um, anything that you would change? Like you know, you competed in a different category than me, so I know that it was different. Um, but do you think there was anything that, you know, they could improve on? Um, as far as the event goes? Or, yeah. Uh, probably the the organizing of it. It was really confusing of where you're supposed to be and how they were doing the classes and stuff like that. Because yeah. now after doing the NPC show, there was no question of where I was supposed to be at any time. There was no question of when I was going on stage. It was very, like, I I felt more at ease because I knew what I was supposed to do. So I'd say probably that because there was a lot of where am I supposed to, are they calling people out to, or are we going to have time to pump up? Like, what is happening? Where do we go for glazing or whatever? It was just, like, this is confusing. There were, it, like, if you hadn't shown me where to go, I would have had no idea. Yeah. So... Yeah, definitely that. How about you? No, I mean, I I think that was, like, one of the only things. Um, I know that Ashley was putting it on by pretty much by herself. Um, yeah. So for, for doing it by herself and her team, I think she did a great job. But, of course, there's uh, things that you can tweak every year, um, and I think that's just one of them. And I don't know if that was because of COVID um, or because they didn't get, like, the permission from the venue until a couple weeks beforehand. So, you know, they didn't have enough staff. But, but, but anywho, I think that that's pretty much the only thing is, like, I didn't know where to go. Um, but, like, I'm the type of person to be like, hey, where am I going? Like, yeah. you're going to tell me where I'm going? Um, so I think that's probably the, the only thing. And when I was backstage, they told us we were going to have time to pump. And then they were just like, no, no, we're going on stage now. And we're like, what? And everyone's just doing push ups and doing the weight re- really quickly, really quickly. And I was last anyway, because of my last name. Yeah. So I think those were the only two things, um, you know, that I would say maybe change for next year. But, you know, I think this is the only, this is the third time they've done it in person. So I think every year, hopefully it will get better and better. For sure. I think with COVID and I know Christian's, uh, you know, focus is a little, little somewhere else right now too. Don't even get me started. (laughs) So he's got a lot going on. So I have a feeling the next few years will probably be even more refined and it's going to be great. And you know, COVID really did a number on a lot of things, yeah. so it'll be nice to have that someday not be a thing. We'll hope. Hopefully. Yeah, and I also did the online summer shredding competition, and we were supposed to find out last Monday, and then Christian said we were supposed to find out Wednesday, and <laughs> we didn't find out yet, but I did make top 50 and top 10 win, so hello, I kind of want to know if I want <laughs> Um, I know that he's busy and I know that he's stressed, um, but you know, kind of gotta be a man in your man of your word and you know put the video out so we know who wins. <laughs> I think yeah. he will. I just you know again, he's one person, but still, I want to know. <laughs> totally. Because totally. then I because I, mean... I feel like I can't close that chapter like until I know like 
yeah. you know, I did the I did the show in person, and then I did it online, and I just want to close that that door. Yeah, for sure. Well, the good news is that you will eventually find <laughs> out. Hopefully. Uh, I think maybe it's just that he's really making sure to pick the 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 right person for it. We'll just go with that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he picks 10 people and he already picked the top 50. So I mean, it's got to be a shit ton of work to go through all of those videos and, and I don't even And then downloading know. them and cuz he's going to put them in the video if you win. That's how you're supposed yeah. to know if you won. Um yeah, sure. so I know it takes a lot of work. I'm just impatient. <laughs> He's just like sitting there right now, this minute, probably just like going through all the rest of the video. <laughs> but uh, I think the only thing that I would personally do differently if I do it again was to would be to buy athlete shorts. <laughs> really? Yeah, because I'm like, man, I was like the only one. Well, maybe like one other person was not wearing athlete shorts. So I'm like. Dude, what do you expect? This is an Alphalete sponsored event and you're wearing Quicksilver shorts. Um, you should find out how to suck up to the judges a little bit and wear Alphalete shorts. <laughs> See, I didn't want to wear them because everyone else was wearing them and I wanted to be different. Yeah. That's well, why. I'm also, I didn't want to spend the money. <laughs> That's, yeah, they're like $50, I think. I think they're more than that. Oh, maybe 65 I don't know. They were a lot of money. Yeah, they were. So I was like, uh-uh. So, but, I mean, yeah. They they do fit nicely. Yeah, they fit. In, really in nice. a way that, I mean, some of them were too small, I feel like. I know. <laughs> but uh, they are more, like, tapered and just more snug and stuff. So it, it shows, oh, yeah, I do have legs, too. So it's just like, it would have been the smart thing to do i think i was just being rebellious in the sense where i was just like no like i don't want to be that guy who's wearing the alphalete shorts because it's an alphalete contest and i want to like score brownie points i don't know but, how did you feel yeah. well i mean i was with you backstage and you didn't really you weren't really backstage a long time um but i I was backstage a long time and I thought that um, I was going to feel like maybe dysphoric or, you know, because I'm around all of these, um, all of these men or cis men. And I just want to say that, you know, I wasn't and I was very surprised by that um, because like you're in the dressing room, you're like pretty much almost naked, you're in mm -hmm. like shorts. Um, but I think it was just... Um, an overall great experience, and I just wanted to add that in there before we wrap up the summer shredding talk, because that's what we've been talking about for months. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure people are like, all right, we're stoked that this is over now. <laughs> uh, sorry, guys, but yeah, it was a really good experience in the sense that there was nothing that I felt dysphoric or judged for. I feel like a lot of people were just either encouraging or focused on themselves or i mean even if they were sizing you up it wasn't it wasn't because you're trans it was just they're looking to see you know what kind of competition they're going against and that was about it but it was overall a very open accepting encouraging i didn't feel intimidated and but with both events with the summer shredding and npc which is actually kind of surprising to me but yeah. they were both very just it was good overall, both just very good. Yeah, I think like like you said earlier, like I didn't really. The only time I thought about me being trans was when my 
was when my video was playing. Um, and then afterward, just a little bit, because I'm like, how are these guys going to react? Most of them were like, I didn't even know. Like, oh, my God, that's amazing. And I'm like, oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I think that was, like, uh, the only thing that, like, I didn't even think about it, like you said. Um, because, like, there are trans people who uh, that's all they think about, like, whenever they're around anyone. It's like, oh, my God, I'm trans. I'm going to get judged for being trans. Or, like, you know, people are going to look at me different. Um, and it goes to show you that they're probably not. I mean, of course, there are going to be some assholes and people who judge you and who look at you differently. But then there's going to be – you're going to be at an event with 200 dudes and no one's even going to care. Exactly. Yeah. And honestly, mostly any of the shit that you get is from the Internet because people yeah. are too afraid That's to true. actually say anything right. in – actual real life so you know i found that when i use like hashtag men's physique or hashtag bodybuilding that's when i get the most shit from Mm. um you know people who compete or whatever but then in real life it's just crickets there's nothing so it's like y'all are just a bunch of insecure assholes behind your cell phones typing whatever you want but you would never say this shit in real life Yep, I got I got one comment after a few, but one after the show that was just like, um, bodybuilding is about aesthetics, and you know you have loose skin, and why would they let you compete in bodybuilding? This is why I don't like bodybuilding anymore. I'm like, actually, I was in the transformation category, so like I was actually in the place I was supposed to be, but okay. Yeah, there's people who just make all of the assumptions and just like. Oh, insert opinion here because I have nothing else to do and I'm already just insecure and I'm going to project things onto you. So generally that can happen, but you're definitely in the right spot and you did amazing and that's all that matters. <laughs> yep. And so did you. And, and I'm excited to see you next year and see what you're going to do next year. Ooh, I'm already looking like, I'm like, what show am I going to do? Or just, you know, we'll see. It's all basically, I think, going to be depending how I look and what my coach suggests and stuff like that. So And COVID. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that thing. <laughs> I, uh, almost, It's like you almost forget that it's a thing, but not really. But yeah, COVID. Yeah. <laughs> now, did it, was there anything else you wanted to add before we wrap up the summer shredding podcast the last one. Oh man anything i wanted to add i think just overall to anyone thinking about it doesn't have to be competing or entering a transformation contest or whatever but it's just one of those things where if you're contemplating something or you're thinking about taking the leap and you're scared because you're afraid to fail or you're afraid that all your hard work's going to go towards nothing if it's it's not going to bring you the outcome that you want and it's just that isn't a thing you literally can't fail because there's no such thing as doing hard work for nothing because you always learn something and there's always growth that happens and doing things that makes you feel uncomfortable or just riding out the discomfort literally you will grow from that and i definitely know that i grew a lot through this process even you know yeah like 
it was kind of this accidental exposure therapy with social anxiety and being locked down for months and then stepping <laughs> on a stage and yep. it's like okay well i i feel a little little better doing that you know just jumping off a cliff into social anxiety nightmares but yeah just challenge yourself push yourself out of your comfort zone you will not regret it hard work always always pays off and leads to growth and that is basically my high horse for the day <laughs> yeah and like just to tail off of that i think you know I think the same thing. Like, um, I didn't know where I was going to be at. I didn't know what I was going to look like. I didn't know that I could do it, especially during quarantine and lockdown. Because, again, when we signed up, we had no idea that COVID was going to be a thing. So I just want to say that even if you don't think you can do something, but it's in the back of your mind that you want to, just do it. Like, just start. You know, if you need help, find someone to help you. Um, but just do it. Just know that you are capable of doing anything that you set your mind to do. That can be anything fitness-related, anything at all, your dreams, whatever. Just know that you are fully capable of doing that, even if you might not think that you can. Yes, 100%. And... Damn, you know, like, you are capable of way, way, way more than you know, like, yep. no doubt. <laughs> yep. But I think that wraps up our final Summer Shredding podcast, episode 23, I think. Maybe. One of those 20s. <laughs> um, and next week, we're going to have a, hey, a special guest, um, so be on the lookout for that. Um, and if you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, you want to let us know who you want on the podcast, you know, we do have an Instagram um, at MindHub Podcast. And if you want to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, we're also there. Um, and I did want to say I'm sorry again for the hiatus. We were both busy, but we're back, back on the podcast grind, back to giving you guys a podcast every week. Um, so thank you guys for staying with us. Uh, and we're back. Yes. Thank you and bye. <laughs>